You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. When mums get together, chances are the last thing they'll be talking about is sex. Life post-children becomes consumed with more demanding priorities like sleep. It can feel like your new role isn't compatible with a vibrant sex life. Siobhan Fitzgerald thinks it's time we change the way we think about our post-baby selves and the role of sex in our lives. Siobhan is the co-founder of The Good Bits with partner Carol Battle. Basically, this is a website that shares erotic literature made by and for women. And the podcast that flows on from this website are audio adaptations of this erotic literature. Hi, Siobhan. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. I'm good. How are you going? Good, thank you. So this, uh, it's interesting, there's a lot of niche podcasts out there at the moment. Um, what started you on this path to having a podcast of erotic literature? Right. Well, um, my partner, my business partner, I should say, Carol Battle, and I um, launched the Good Bits platform um, in February this year on Valentine's Day. And from there, we got such a great response um, to these beautiful uh, little excerpts of best-selling romance novels that, yeah, it sort of led us down the path of creating a podcast as well. I think um, erotic audio is actually having a bit of a, a it's time. Peak. In the, yeah, well, hopefully, not, <laughs> hopefully not at its peak. It's time in the sun. Uh, the sun yes. is shining on it. And, yeah, uh, so it just seemed like the natural evolution from the site into audio. I understand that you are directing the audio plays. How does it work when you're inviting people in to reproduce this erotic literature? Yeah, so I work with this amazing uh, producer, director and a sound studio, um, uh, Olivia and Bang Bang Studios, and we um, work with these incredible actors from all around the country, all around the world, really, because we have an international um, and diverse cast of characters and authors. And yeah, I've been sort of sitting in on sessions with Olivia as she directs these amazing actors reading out these scenes and then they go into sound um, and are brought to life by Bang Bang. So yeah, it's been a really interesting process to be a part of. My background is in advertising. So I've done a lot of commercials, like radio commercials. Um, But yeah, this is certainly a different kind of content to be creating and it's brought to life beautifully. Um, So we're really happy with how how it's come out and how it's going. So it all sounds very interesting, but what's your personal reason for wanting to do this? Well, I guess your introduction hit on some of it. Um, I, my own personal journey into this was that after um, having my second baby, um, which was the end of 2018, I sort of came out of the, started to come out of the baby bubble very slowly as one does, Mm -hmm. Um, but was brought out of it with a kind of (laughs) intensity one evening when I was reading a book and came upon an erotic scene and just realised, you know, that that part of me that hadn't been a part of my life for the better part of a year was still alive and and well inside me and just realised the the power of words to inspire desire and was really interested by that and saw also, um, you know, that the internet is is full to the brim of sex, but there is so little that caters to women and there is so little that I would ever go and look up 
because I'd be too scared of what I'd come across. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this this sort of idea was hatched. I started working with Carol and um, and we saw the potential of the market. Over 50% of the world are female. So little is being created for women that talks to their desire and what women actually want in this space. Um, and we're really excited to um, work with these amazing authors who are writing beautiful sexy scenes and bring that to a market outside of the romance and, er- and erotic literature community. Now in conversations around sex and parenthood and I'm only speaking anecdotally I have no scientific evidence <laughs> that backs this up but it seems to me that since becoming a parent most women when they talk about sex mm. is that men want it and yeah. women don't want to do it because women tend to be the main um, carers at home. When their partners get home, they feel touched out. They just want to be left alone. Um, From what you've seen since launching in February this year, is that a stereotype or do you think it's reasonably true? No, I certainly think that there's some truth in that, especially when you've got small children at home. But there is a time when it becomes important to reconnect with your sexual self, both for the sake of your relationship if you're in one, um, but also for your own sake. Like it's, unless you're asexual, it's a part of you and who you are. There are a couple of things at play, I think, for women that make it really difficult. Stress levels are high. Stress levels for everyone are incredibly Mm -hmm. high this year, obviously. And for many women, that can be a, a real inhibitor of sex drive. For some people, it actually sort of pulls a different trigger and can turn them on. But I guess if, you, you, if you're in that situation, um, you're not struggling to get into the mood. I saw a tweet at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, uh, which said, if there's a baby boom in nine months, it'll be made up entirely of newborns. And I thought that was very sort of on the money and true you know (laughs) I think if you're a new couple going into this year um, you'd be having a great time but for most relationships I think sex has sort of been on the back burner um, for a lot of 2020. You talk about your stories being sex positive and anti-shame. Anti-shame is pretty self-explanatory what do you mean by sex positive? So the sex positive movement Um, was born in reaction to, I guess, the shame that a lot of women in particular feel around sex. Um, A lot of that's come out of religion and it's been changing since the sexual revolution of the 1960s. But sex positivity kind of says um, anything goes, whatever you like goes, as long as it's all consensual and, you know, you're you're overage, whatever you want to do should make you feel good and you should be able to go with that. So it's just anti-shame and sex positive are almost the same thing, but what we want in our stories is for them to make you feel good. And our stories cover a whole sort of range of different topics. And we had to learn early on to take our own, I guess, our own opinions out of out of things because lots of people like lots of different things. I was going to ask you that if there was ever a moment where you were like, oh, <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about this. Definitely. There are some of those moments for us, but there's a huge market of people who like such a diverse range of things. And it's not just about us, you know, like as long as, you know, nothing makes us feel too too horrible, um, we 
categorize everything so that people can look up via tags. And for instance, the stories we share on our podcast, we all feel, you know, we feel really fantastic about all of those, but we tried to make sure that they were diverse and cover different types of stories and viewpoints. And it's not just about the diversity of experience, is it? You're very pro-diversity in terms of the people depicted in these stories too, right? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody has different sexual tastes. And what we want to do is be able to explore different cultures as well as different voices um, from different um, sexual preferences as well. I would say like we're generally aimed towards heterosexual market, but even within that market, there is a broad range of experiences that certainly look at various sort of queer cultures within that. Now, your mission, I feel, is more than just a podcast. What's your ultimate aim with all of this? We would love for women um, everywhere to be able to feel good about sex, to be able to enjoy it on their terms. And, you know, when we first started talking about this, my Carol, my business partner and I, we both have daughters. We were both breastfeeding our daughters at this time. And we were looking around at what's out there in the world and this, this porn that our, all of our children will be growing up with. And we really want female representations of sex to be a part of that mix so that our daughters can find what they want on their terms without having to sort of feed into some male idea of sex that is also growing increasingly extreme. I love that. I love what you're doing. Siobhan, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Siobhan. Much appreciated. That's Siobhan Fitzgerald from The Good Bits, the podcast and the website, and we'll put links to both of those in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.